welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Social media marketing, the truth and the lies. You know, if you're a small business and you're thinking about hiring a social media expert to grow your business, you might be disappointed unless you consider these things. Over the last six months or so, especially on LinkedIn, I've noticed that there have been a lot of postings. They have this, um, this new system where you can actually ask for people with specific skills within LinkedIn. And the number one thing in marketing is social media, a social media manager, somebody to help them with their social media. I see it all the time. I get the requests all the time and they give you the opportunity to put in a proposal and to bid. And I just keep thinking these people, they're small companies and they're gonna just be disappointed I mean, if you have a lot of money, can hire a team of people to do stuff. That's one thing. But to hire social media professionals is tough. And early on, people tried to do that. And there can be some success at some levels if you have some, some very specific goals. And that social media professional is going to help you with that goal. But most of the time, it really is consulting and strategy that works best. In other words, somebody has been there, done that, can guide you through the process and let me explain why all this is the case, the lies, the truths of social media, how it can support you, and how it's going to disappoint you. If you're searching for success, well, then you have come to the right place. You know, you're looking for the best combination for you. And that's what we talk about here. This is what I do each week. I provide tools and ideas and concepts that you can bring into your business, to your life, to help find your unique success combination. And we all want to find that, whether we're mindful of that or not. It's pretty straightforward. We're all trying to find that. And uh, I have question and answer at the very end. So those of you who come in uh, during the show, uh, just note that I will answer your questions if you are here live with me every Monday at 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And of course, if you catch me on the replay, you can put your questions in the comments below. And even the question and answers today are all social media related. So it's a full social media show. Hey, I want to thank Harley for being here. He is uh, so nice. You know, he, I mean, I think he's waiting 15 minutes before the show starts. And so I appreciate you being here, Harley. And I always like to shout you out because you were just here every week and it's always appreciated. And uh, let's see. So let's, let's think about this. So why is it that these social media... Uh, why, why is it that businesses are looking for social media experts? And because they may not know about social media, but the problem is they're looking for somebody to do social for them. And here's the thing. I've used this example many times before, and I will use it again. It's like when we go into a networking event. If we go into that networking event and we hand out a bunch of business cards and leave, that's not networking. Networking is when we make connections with maybe a few people at that networking event and understanding 
who it is, what kind of person we want to talk with. I know when I go to a networking event, more than looking for people who need to buy my services, I'm looking for partners. I'm looking for people who are in a similar business, but don't have exactly the same skills, but we can partner together and we can grow our businesses together. That's what I'm looking for. So I know who the target market is. I know my business inside and out, and I want to make connections. And that's what's going to work in a networking environment. And the same is the case for social media. So how in the world do you hire someone to be you? Now, if you're a big corporation, I, I have friends who've worked on big corporate accounts and social media, and there was a specific goal, maybe over 8, 12 weeks, they're promoting something specific, and they just needed people there to help the process and bring new ideas to the table and, and manage the flow because it's a big company and they're going to get attention. All they have to do is put a press release out there. It's going to be put in many major sources of media online and off, and they're going to get attention. And so they need people to handle that. That's chances are not what you and I are dealing with. You and I are pretty much dealing with one-to-one -one relationships. And so that's what we have to consider in social media. So finding a strategist, that's fine. Someone Finding someone to help you with the process, that's fine. However, finding somebody to do it for you, um, you're going to probably have to pay a lot of money because they have to become you. And for them to do it effectively, they're going to need to do a lot of research and spend a lot of time to become you. So I have a list here of lies and truths. And so I want to kind of go, just go through them. I have about five or six of them. Lies, uh, social media can make anyone famous. That's, that's a lie. It can't. It's just like anything. You need to bring something new to the table or be in early in a specific area. You need to have maybe a personality or a special gift or something that you bring to the table that people want. It doesn't mean you have to be the funniest person in the world. It doesn't mean you have to be the smartest person in the world. The prettiest or the best looking doesn't mean any of that, I assure you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the thing is you, you do need to bring something to the table that people are looking for. And, you know, yes, you, you, social media, if you don't have any of those skills, it's, it's not going to translate well. I mean, you need to be able to either write, do audio, video. You need to have some skills and to give the community those, you know, your offerings through those mediums. And if you have trouble doing that, so not everybody. But yes, the truth is everybody has a shot. And that's the exciting thing about social media. And the great exciting thing about social media is that you can learn. I'm always learning. I mean, I've often told, mentioned it before. He's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm this guy who speaks all over the country on stages and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this YouTube thing, that should be easy. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, not, it's not true. And, and you have to work at it and become better. It, there is a skill for each of these platforms and each audience on each one of those platforms has a different need or, uh, trust me, the Reddit community, you know, engages with people much different than the Facebook community or the Twitter community or the Instagram community. They all have different 
ways in, in norms and you have to understand them. And then you need to stand out in that crowd, especially today. I mean, I got lucky early on on the Twitter side. I have a good following on Twitter, uh, but it seriously, it, it was it was luck and lo- being there for a long period of time, being there early and finding a little niche that I could capitalize on. And it made a big difference. But the, could I have done what I did 10 years ago today? Not so easily. Not so easily. It was very easy back then in comparison. And that's true with all of the social platforms. The lie. The intern can do your social media. And that's kind of what we were talking about. But I hear this all the time. And I've been hearing, I talk about those 10 years I've been hearing this all along. Well, we'll get the intern to do it because they know how to open up a Facebook account. It's a lie. Think about it. Think about it. Would you put that intern in front of the boardroom or in front of your best customer? Would you do that without any training? I'm not saying an intern couldn't do it. I'm not even saying someone who is fresh in the field couldn't rise up quickly and learn quickly. I'm not saying that at all. But you need to evaluate it the same way. Will that intern represent you the best in those situations? We're talking about representing you to the world and your reputation and being you. And, and that's quite often the problem is that it's just posting quite often. Posting is not social media. Posting every other day to Facebook is not social media. You're just posting to a website. Social media. Social media is social in building the relationships. And that's, that's the big, big deal that you need to understand. Everyone needs to understand that. The lie. Numbers equal success. And there are actually two lies in this. Because there is an element of truth in the numbers. But I'm going to start off with numbers do not equal success. Let's go back to my... Let's go back to my Twitter. Uh, for a long time, for big gaps, I just posted. Just what I said, don't do. I, but I just posted articles, and I, and I responded when people responded. But the engagement I had in that community in the early days is not there today. I'm bringing it back because I'm engaging more. Imagine that. Engage more, you get more engagement. That, that can be you know, a big deal. But if I put... Someone sees 25, 24,000 followers on Twitter, you think, wow, think of the reach. You know, yes, there's going to be some reach, and you can see the numbers that people may have seen my post, but the re- engagement and reaction level is truly not worthy of what you might see on other channels for 25,000. Pro- because it's a no, 11-year-old channel now that at times have been, has been neglected. And I do have new people that are coming in and engaging and they're new to the channel while others, they've been there, done that with this uh, Sillers account and don't have any, haven't seen anything to keep them going. And with the new algorithms, rewarding engagement and showing in the stuff that they've already engaged with or the accounts. In other words, do you want to show people what, you know, with this fire hose of, information coming through Twitter and other social media, they want to show people the same accounts and people that they found value with before, which makes some sense. But at the same time, that you can lose the engagement in your community if you're not keeping them entertained in a way. So I say numbers don't equal success because people can buy numbers. And that, that is not success. However, 
when you have some numbers, there is some value. We talk about that on YouTube. I mean, somebody was talking about the other day how the, I hear it quite often, you know, the, the subscribers just a you know, vanity metric, which is true at some level. However, there is some value to it. The, a percentage of those people are notified when you have a new video. And if there's a high enough number of people who go to that video, it's going to trigger more engagement and more views. And then YouTube is going to share with more people. So that's true, and that the same kind of mindset happens with a lot of the other social media platforms. So yes, there is value in having people that said, yes, I am willing to subscribe. I am willing to follow this person because if they are notified the next post or something that the algorithm thinks they'll be happy with, happy to engage with, then yes, there's value in driving those people there because they had said yes to you. But there's the other part, and that is, of course, third-party confirmation, social confirmation that that people actually do like you i mean you may say to yourself well i don't judge people based on how many followers they have yes you do at some level because there is that social proof that other people said yes and if a lot of other people said yes there must be a reason that you should say yes in that barrier that objection barrier has been lowered you may not necessarily immediately subscribe, but if you see enough stuff that you seem to kind of like from that person and they have enough subscribers, you may join the party. Where if you see a couple things and nobody seems to be subscribing or even engaging with that person, you just may not join that party. There must be a reason for it. It happens that way. So numbers aren't necessarily success because there's a lot of way to get the numbers, but there is a psychological element there. All right, the lie, social media is free. It's free to open up a Facebook account. It's free to open a LinkedIn account, although you can get a paid version on LinkedIn, uh, which offers a lot of opportunity. You know, opening up a YouTube account is free, Instagram, so forth, all free. But you have to remember when advertising a business, when advertising a business, you have time or money. And that's why a lot of those people are advertising on LinkedIn for a social media person because they know they need to be there, but they don't have the time. They have the money, though. And so people will get the job. And yes, and Harley's saying, in the management of social media accounts is not free. So when people hire... So you're going to pay with either your time or money. And if your time has value, then you are paying. If you have to spend an hour a day on social media, you are paying with your time and how much is your time worth. And if you want, if those people want to hire a social media manager, then of course, then that's going to cost them too. And that, but again, how well are they going to do it? But again, if they have no time, they need to hire somebody. You have time or money. Both are extremely valuable. So is it free? No, not, not in that sense. You know, the free to open. It's kind of like the cheap printer, but man, is that ink expensive. <laughs> so it's the same thing. There's always a price to pay to be out there in some way and trying to connect with people. So good comment, Harley. Thank you. 
the la- the last one on this part before we get into the question and answer. Actually, I want to talk about the uh, uh, the actor formula that I talk about in social media. Well, I'll go through that quickly for those of you who have not heard it. But the lie, social media marketing is the best marketing. And you know what? Social media marketing has so many advantages. If we want to apply it to our success combination, there are many advantages, which I'm going to talk about in a moment. However, those people who are looking for direct response, those people who are looking for direct response marketing, you're going to be very frustrated with social media. Social media is a long game. It's a networking game. People who want, so you put a tweet out there, you're not necessarily getting a bunch of sales with every tweet. You, you just can't do it that way. Um, I mean, obviously there are some methodologies and some ways some people do things, but the fact is you probably need to do pay-per-click advertising if you want that direct response. I spend $1,000, I get this many leads, and I close so many. Can you figure that out in some way in social media? Yeah, but you know, Social media is, is better in, in different ways. We talk about awareness of your brand and who you are. And this is where I get into what I kind of, I refer to the actor, it's ATCR, awareness, traffic, conversions, and retention. Social media softens the ground. It helps build the awareness of your brand. And I have videos on this, so I won't go too deep in, in this area, but it does. It softens the awareness. It helps more people know your name, and and it helps your SEO, your traffic, awareness, traffic. Social media, people are talking about you. There are citations related to you, your name, and your brand that helps Google and other search engines and so forth understand that you are somebody that people are talking about, that you're an expert in your field. Where is your name popping up in articles or in social media? Around what topics is that happening? Those are aware. Those are signals. Social media is a is a distribution channel too, and can be. And if you are engaging with people and doing a good job of building a community, maybe a good Facebook group, and you have an engaged community there, and you say, "Hey, I have a new article over the blog. Hey, I have a new YouTube video. I I think you might want to see, and it's totally related to this group, and it's your group, even better <laughs> than than spamming somebody else's group unless it's allowed or in your active member." And you can drive traffic. So you can drive traffic from some direct response to your work. Now, if you say, hey, go get 50% off this, you know, that that can be frowned upon. But if it's an article that adds value or a video that adds value or a podcast that adds value to the group, then yeah, you can drive traffic. And again, the citation element helps the SEO. So that's two ways it can drive traffic. Conversions. Again, people know your name, they see you, now they're searching in Google, and they see options, and say, oh, I've heard of this company, oh, I've actually talked with those people, oh, they've actually reached out to me, yes, okay, I know there's some real people behind this brand, and and this is what I need. So the conversion element, And, and of course, retention. You work so hard to earn those new customers, and you can follow up. Keep in touch. Show that you care. Show that you're human. Communication and retention, it's all about communication, whether it's email or social media. So the neat thing about social media is that 
it actually addresses all four of those areas of marketing that we like to talk about here. And so that's, that's why it is highly valuable, but it's not free. It's money or time. Uh, you know, numbers don't equal success. Getting more likes doesn't mean you get a, you can get a ton of likes on something, but you may not make any money from it. So numbers aren't necessarily success. And, you know, your intern, you, you have to be careful of who you're placing in charge of your social media. The intern may not be the right person to do that. And then the lie that anybody can be famous in social media or, you know, yes, we can all add our voice to social media at some level. But yes, some people have certain skills that maybe you and I don't have. And uh, absolutely. Hey, Jarhead6 is in. Hey, thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, all is well. All is well. Talking social media today. And we're just getting into the question and answers. And so I have five questions, but anyone who uh, catches the live show or on the replay, Welcome to put uh, questions that I'm happy to answer in the comments. They're always appreciated. I always do appreciate if you are if you are using social media. Put put in the comments below how you're going about using social media. Is it is it a regular thing? Do you, have you given up? <laughs> is it did you find value? So let's stick with that. Do you find value for your success combination for your business? Yes or no? Throw that in the comments. That's very helpful. Um, okay, so the first question. How many times a day should I post? And I saw this question a lot, and I do get this question. When I'm on stage uh, speaking, That that's a question. And, and also, you know, how, how much time? Time is probably the, always the number one. <laughs> always the number one question I get. But how many times? And And I go back to the... This answer that I like to share often is like, look, more is better. More is better. But to the point in which quality falls off. So, yes, posting once a week is better than once a month. And once a day is certainly better than once a week. And three times a day is better than once a day. But when the quality and the engagement, quality or engagement, starts to fall off, in other words, you get fewer responses, then, then pull back. There is, you know, you can post more on Twitter than you could on YouTube or a blog post. I learned that the hard way. I, I, I started posting every day on my blog for a year. And um, so Jared Six says uh, two or three minimum a week. And I'm assuming you're talking YouTube specifically, which, yeah, absolutely. Um, let me address that in a moment related to one of my other channels. So um, I think that if you can, oh, when I, okay, I went off track there, but what I was doing with my, um, my blog is that I was posting every single day, but the quality of what I was posting was going down because I had this pressure to post every day. This is written content, and, and sometimes I could, pull out old posts and rewrite them a little bit and freshen them up and post them again. But ultimately, I was not gaining subscribers to my blog. I was actually just keeping even because I would add new and lose others because each day they were getting stuff that wasn't at the standard that they were used to getting because I needed to get something out every day. And so I quit by August of that year. Uh, now, 
I was, Jared was talking about two or three minimum posts a week. So I have a photography channel and it's a photography business channel. I actually started with the pricing for photography and I, uh, you know, I, I start off posting a lot, but I got burned out so quick on that channel. I don't get burned out on this channel. Now it grows a lot slower, but that's because I have so many topics that I talk about. I can always, there's so many things I can talk about under the umbrella of your unique success combination. But there it was so focused, pricing photography. And I was, I had some good videos and man, it grows a lot faster. Let me tell you, if I kept up at the level that I was going, it would have just gone just great. I would have been, I would have had the channel of my dreams, but I, I just couldn't do it. I got to the point pretty quickly where it's like one more, one more <laughs> like this on this topic. And so I have broadened that channel out a little bit to the business, you know, kind of relates to this, the business of photography and posting now, like you're saying, two two times a week is kind of my plan. I, I'm taking my time getting, but I just recorded two videos today to go out this week and I'll record some more. And I'm going to get myself a little bit of a, a head. At some, it, it, basically, there's enough need for that information and desire for that information. I don't have to go super high production and super deep and super long videos to actually get traction there. You know, I, I get, a, I mean, I, I have half the number of subscribers, but I get two and three times the number of views over there. So as you can see, I can build that a lot better and build series and do all the things you're supposed to do. And despite the fact, you know, 800 videos here and, uh, but you know, that vanity metric of subscribers. I enjoy sharing this information and that's why I'll always do it. If the channel hits big, eh, great. I'll love it, of course. But that that's the main thing is for the folks who actually understand um, why I have this concept, why I'm sharing this information and would like this information for me specifically. All right. Uh, do I really need a niche? Kind of just what we talked about. That was a great, that's a great question. Kind of jumped on that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, if you want fast growth, the answer is yes. But don't ask why you're not growing fast if you are very wide in topics. I mean, I have a business community focus, but it's a very wide area versus the pricing for photography niche, which was just like Zoom, right? So yes, but you can decide. Now you have that choice. Do I, you know, do, do I have that high niche but risk burnout or do I go the wide? And uh, hey, thanks for stopping by, Jared Six. Always appreciate it. Um, okay, I hear LinkedIn is getting better, isn't it? Yes, it is. And video. And that's an area that I wish to continue to push. Uh, my uh, work is doing more LinkedIn videos, just quick ones. I think they're highly valuable. I've seen some friends who are doing very well with them. LinkedIn has certainly gotten better. I think the secret has been out for quite a while that over the last maybe year and a half ago even, it started getting much better and the ability to connect with people uh, is, uh, is certainly there. So I highly recommend, highly recommend that you consider LinkedIn um, in terms of networking, in terms of developing yourself as an expert, I think LinkedIn is definitely worth the time you put into it. Is it too late to become an influencer, say on Instagram or YouTube is the next question. And, you know, no, absolutely not. Every niche, every great idea, every personality is not on YouTube. 
and more people are coming to YouTube or Instagram. Yes, a lot of the big low-hanging fruit ideas certainly have been taken up, a lot of them, but not all of them. Um, I've been doing a lot of work on the SEO front, and I, you think all the, the, you know, writing blogs, all the blog posts that are out there. Of it, I, but I'm finding niches for blog posts for specific for client stuff, for my stuff, all over the place. Great opportunities that are ranking quickly in the top ten and five quickly, in which there's traffic. So if if we're not totally saturated there where there is no more room to grow, then we're certainly not there on Instagram and YouTube and so forth. So and other and other platforms. So no, it is not too late, but you better have let's go back to that niche and a good idea and maybe or even bring personality to it at a certain level. So that that is certainly um, something to consider. Uh, when you when you're trying to decide on the platform where what are you best at what are you passionate about and how long you're going to be able to go with it okay is twitter worth it is twitter worth it i'm not totally sure what this this question means but you know obviously i have done very well twitter twitter has brought me a lot of wonderful opportunities i don't need to list them again here but most certainly Twitter has been good. Yes, I mean, Twitter has its function today. It has always been, in my mind, a media stream, a distribution channel. And and if you can build up the right people following that distribution channel, the way it's designed, a media stream, then yeah, it can get the word out very efficiently about new things in your business, in your life, and yes, it can be worth it. But just like all social media, it has to be worked. You have to work it. It's just not going to happen by accident. So you have to decide on the priorities. And as you know, in our our combination here, the 7531, the one is channel. Start with one channel. Build that one channel first. And then you can build off of that. Or I have a support channel. I was just talking with somebody the other day say, who wants to start a YouTube channel. We talked about having a Facebook group as a support element to the, the YouTube channel. And I, I'm not totally against having that if you have the time. If you can't do it right, then just focus on the one channel. And you know, in other words, you can have your main channel, maybe a part-time small channel, develop it. So when you can spend more time on that one, but... I always recommend the one channel first and go from there. Well, there we go. Thank you so much for everyone who popped in today. Noon, noon. <laughs> I'll never stop doing that. Four o'clock Mondays <laughs> Eastern Standard Time is where we connect. And I look forward to you. Those of you listening on the podcast, please say, say hello on iTunes. Let other people know the value you find from the podcast and whatever system you are listening um whether it is oh hey it's noon some you're right harley it is noon somewhere <laughs> you are right on of course and uh so wherever you're listening um we are working out uh, that's what i do that's how i listen to podcasts often when i'm working out walking the dogs whatever it may be working to build your business to find your success combination wherever you find yourself Hey, I'm here to support you, and thank you for being a part of the community, the combination crew, as we like to refer to it, and thank you. You have a great day.